Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts, Brad. We're back again. We are. Good morning everyone. We're up to round 26. Round 26 now. Round 26 yes. now. Um, effectively at the end of what was a short week yep. because of the uh, October long weekend. That was what very you nice. Get up to? You went up the river, didn't you? Went up the river and drank too much as usual. Did you? Yeah. Breaky beers? Breaky beers, yep. And uh, didn't, do any, didn't any, do any boating, so... No? No, we, it was, the weather was too crappy, so we just uh, probably drank more. It wasn't good, was it? No, no, it was great, yeah. Monday, I went to the uh, Adelaide Oval Hotel. Oh, nice. How, how was that? Bloody lovely. Lovely. Bloody marvellous. You'd be one of the first, wouldn't you? I don't know. It's only been around for a couple of weeks, I suppose, yeah, but yeah. it was a pretty impressive old place, I tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Before Anyone who's thinking in. about coming to Adelaide, yeah. definitely check it out. Yeah. It's a very contemporary brand. You stay with the Indian cricket team when they come over. That's true. Yeah. Quarantine or what? Well, I think so, yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah no, maybe good. you don't want to stay there when they're there. <laughs> well, maybe you don't. <laughs> uh, but look, um, guys, today we've got um, uh, a, a unit manufacturer with us. Um, Started out in 1984, uh, Actron Air, uh, primarily manufactured in Australia for Australian conditions, Brad. Yeah. And uh, certainly a household name. Definitely. So um, on the line, or on Zoom, I should say, we have uh, George Parasish, Para, sorry, Parishis, and Darren Hill. <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? Well, thank you, guys. Well, that was a big fail. I'm going to put my hand up and say that was bad. <laughs> How, how do you pronounce this, George? Uh, we, we, we actually call George worse at uh, work. <laughs> Fair call. Yeah, I, I've got six in, mate. I'm all right. That's <laughs> now, good. Now, guys, um, uh, Actron is, as I said, a household name, and most people have heard of it, certainly within Australia. Can you sort of tell us a bit more about the history and how it all sort of came together? Yeah, look, certainly, yeah. Look, between every good brand, I think there's a great story, and Actron Air is no different to that. Uh, 36 years ago, the company was established, but prior, prior to that, the, uh, the Gary Mundy, who was the father, and his uh, two sons, Kevin and Robert, they were actually installers, and um, Gary is an electrician, uh, Kevin was a, a refrigeration mechanic, and Robert is a Sparky as well. And they used to install equipment, mainly primarily for the builder market in Sydney. And they wanted an air conditioner for, for their own home. And I thought, you know what, we, I reckon we can build something a little bit better than what we're currently putting in. And this is around circa 1983, 82. So they started to build a unit for themselves and one for a mate. And then the builder got hold of it. They started to build a couple of units for the builders. And so the story starts. And, um, 1984, Actron Air was uh, born, um, and through the life uh, through the uh, life of the company up to today, there's been some really great highlights. And one of them was in 2003, the company bought out Leeson Controls, and I think that was uh, really uh, groundbreaking for Actron because that's really acceler accelerated where we are today. Uh, mm. As we, as we all know, controls are a real important part of our business, and I think that really 
uh, we still maintain that as a substantial part of our business. Uh, people may not know all the electronic boards uh, and controllers that we use are manufactured on site and are developed on site for our own electronic engineers. Um, and then you look through the, uh, through the uh, current years, we've had uh, technology as far as the tri-capacity commercial range with uh, in the in introduction of the first di digital scroll in 2005. And um, certainly uh, for, for me, one of the highlights of the almost eight years I've been with the company was uh, in 2018, Actron moved into their new uh, manufacturing facility at Marsden Park. And, uh, Quite a fantastic facility, 41,000 square, square metre site, around uh, about 24,000 square metres of man, manufacturing facility. So, um, yeah, so that brings us into the present day where, um, you know, Actron Air is now represented all, all around Australia, we, except for Darwin, but we have branches all around Australia. Indeed. A manufacturing facility in Marsden Park and a couple of uh, offices uh, overseas in New Zealand and Vietnam, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. And how long, how long have you uh, two been working in the business? Well, oh, well I'll answer that. I'll be, uh, I'll be eight, eight years uh, next, next year. So um, oh. myself, I've been, I'm an electrician by trade. Uh, I started uh, in the 70s, uh, 1977. <laughs> I started with FR Mayfields, uh, with those that uh, been around for a while, that was a big name in the 70s. Um, yep. uh, I moved um, off the tools uh, in the mid, mid 80s. I worked overseas uh, for Matabo Power, Power Tools for a while. They basically oh. got me into the marketing sales side of it. Mm. Uh, and then I got into the refrigeration in, industry, uh, whether that was a good, good thing or a bad thing. I'm still, <laughs> still here. I've been sitting in a few weeks. And, uh, you saw the light. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, so well, he hasn't seen the light. <laughs> so I was lucky. I've worked uh, with uh, some really great companies over the years. Um, pr primarily, I worked with Bitzer. Um, so I come from a refrigeration background, Cascade, CO2, submarines, and in the last wow. eight years in the a AC in mm. industry um, with um, Actron Air. It's a pretty diverse background. And, and then your official title, Darren, you're a, a business development exec. That's correct. I primarily look after the commercial side of it. Um, so with George and myself, we're quite confident that we have dealers that we uh, that I also look after on the commercial side, and George is the same. We, the good good thing working with this close knit team that we have. Uh, if George goes away or I go away, there's always someone there to take 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 the spot. And we have fantastic internal staff, of course. That we, we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And George, George, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Tom. George, oh, that's right, mate. Yeah, I joined recently with Actron, and in fact, only this year, June the first, I came on board. Um, as you may be aware, my background has been quite heavily involved with manufacturers in the past as well, some of the, the major names in the industry, and um, I'm, I'm very used to, I suppose, the, the South Australian market and the, a lot of the South Australian dealers that are here. Um, we've got a very unique market, I feel. Um, yeah. It, and basically, my, my strength has always been on the residential and, and, and uh, design side and also just product knowledge and sales and ability to actually implement that product and how to, you know, take it to market properly and find the highlights and features and benefits of the product. So, yeah, relatively short time with Actron, but certainly over 24 years in the industry in terms of sales and, and the marketing with the uh, air conditioning side of things. You're enjoying your, you're enjoying your time there so far? 
Absolutely, mate. It's yep. good. Like Darren said, we are a bit of a close-knit team and actually we all get on very well. And very one thing I've noticed about Acron, to be honest with you, sort of coming across, it is actually quite a family-orientated business. Like stems from Sydney, from head office, they they take you on board. That the induction process was very personalised. Um, there's a very clear focus about we all work together. We have one philosophy, which is you know look after the customer. It's that simple, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm quite impressed for a business that's actually been around for only you know 36 years. The, the level of achievement that Actron has got to in that time. And the fact that we're playing with the big boys now and actually beating them at their own game mm. in quite a few areas, I'm quite staggered, I've yeah. got to be honest. It's mm. been really impressive, yeah. And I'm interested to know, um, George, when you're working with a particular manufacturer, and we know from our, for our own business, um, that you become very passionate about that brand um, and what we can and can't do and how it stacks up against the competitors how does that how does how does that shift go for you going from one manufacturer to another? That's a good question. Um, the beauty of being, I suppose, exposed to the multiple brands is you do get to see a lot of the similarities, but then the benefits of each brand becomes quite clear as well. And for us at Actron, um, the, the clear benefit, of course, is that yes, we are Australian-made and our product actually caters for the extreme and harsh climate that we have here in Australia very, very well. Um, our operating range on all our product is guaranteed up to 50 degrees. And in fact, we've just released a residential product now called the Advanced Ducted Inverted Product, guaranteed operating range up to 54 degrees, market leading. There's some, there is some, you know, as I say, um, overlap in terms of how products operate, how they work and how the normal controls operate, you know, cool heat mode, temperature settings, uh, zoning and all that sort of thing. But in terms of uh, final product and, and performance and efficiency, uh, flexibility is a very key factor with an Acton residential product, particularly with our variable fan indoors. Uh, the, the ability to wind down the output of the fan to operate just one small zone is quite exclusive to the Acton equipment. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then what, so what, so when you say that the, the, you can wind the fan down, <clears throat> is that, is that for a particular type of control uh, system that goes with that unit or, I mean, obviously it's all designed to work together, but is that, uh, is what, what is the, what is that called? The fan system we use is basically an ECM fan motor in the indoor mm -hmm. fan core of the residential range. Now that applies particularly with our ESP plus, yeah. which is a digital score compressor system. But it also applies on the new product I just discussed before, which is the advanced. That's actually an inverter driven system with the ECM fan motor. And that fan motor has the ability to wind down to just 20% of its total output. So typically a thousand liters per second on a larger unit can wind down to approximately 200 liters per second. So as you can see, you can have a unit catering for a very large you know, proportion of the home, but it can also then wind just right down to just a simple master bedroom if you really need to. It's very, very flexible in terms of what the Actron product can do. And so that um, obviously winds the compressor down at the same time. Is that... I'll let Darren yeah, just jump no, in there. That's, yeah. that's correct. I think um, you know, we said before the 36 years of in, in innovation, and I guess uh, being um, different in the marketplace, it sets us out. Um, 
we quickly learned in the uh, beginning uh, that with the variable air technology, we can wind down to one room, so we don't have a constant, so you're not paying for your heating and cooling that, in that no one's in. A typical system, let's say, really gets down to about 60% of its rated uh, litres per second. So in low speed, you get down on a 1,000 litres, say, to 60 mm. litres. Mm. And your outdoor unit, your, your compressors are the same. It's got to match your yeah. output from the floor. So consequently, your, your inverter or your variable speed product only gets down to perhaps you know, modestly 60%. So we, if we get down to 20% uh, air, our outdoor units do the same. We get right down to 20, 20%. In fact, with some of the di digital scrolls, even 10% 10, 10 yeah, at the full, full, full low speed. Yep. So the efficiencies we get are, um, are not only not paying for a room that no one's in, but we get the efficiency of the outdoor unit and the compressor working to, to, together to match, yeah. to match with, with that indoor fan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So a very, very unique market feature really. Yeah. Um, the, you're talking, yes, inverters all turned down. We know that from all yeah. manufacturers. But what we're saying, of course, quite clearly, our ability to turn down the, the output to such, such a low level means that people get the benefit of a large unit when they need it, but they also get the benefit of a very, very small unit when they don't yeah. need it. Yeah. And with the with the uh, inverter technology that you've you've got now, uh, do you see that you're going to uh, obviously move in in that direction? Are you still going to keep your digital scroll range, or are you moving right towards the inverter technology? Look, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question. There will be the, the digital scroll has been around for quite a while now. Um, We've primarily used the Emerson um, product there, uh, the Copeland di digital scroll. Moving forward, I think the future lies in the uh, variable frequency uh, product. The, di the digital uh, scroll still has a strong part in our marketplace, especially in the commercial and also in certain residential markets. But moving forward, the VF product uh, is most probably slightly more beneficial uh, with the uh, yeah. speed capability that the exactly. yeah. do. And, and to be fair, I think look, looking from just a, an end user's perspective, everyone's very familiar with the inverter product. Yeah. Um, by all means, it, it certainly uh, lends itself to being something that you can tell more of a story with, with, a, with an end user. I think that the technology on digital scroll is very, very yeah. clever, um, but it's just hard to grasp, I think, really for an end user when they're not as exposed to it as often. Yeah. There's certain advantage look, with the digital scroll. Um, I look at it as it's a me mechanical way of having a variable capacity unit. Mm. And there's certain advantages that we have with the di digital scroll. Um, with a uh, digital scroll, you don't have to have a sophisticated oil return system. Um, mm -hmm. What happens in an inverter product that's running at low capacities for a period of time, as, as we all know, we start to log oil around the system. Harmonics can come into play there with the inverter drives. The digital scroll doesn't have that. And it's pretty simple technology mm. to vary the capacity of the uh, uh, compressor. So yeah, yeah the, the, the digital scroll as it stands today still is a, an accepted product in the marketplace, but moving forward and certainly in the residential market, I think the variable frequency drive and certainly the drives that we put forward, we, we have what's called a true inverter. Our, mm. our drives uh, hold capacity 24-7, so they'll run at 70 hertz, 24 hours a day, right up to 50 degrees. They, they, they won't step back. Uh, 
a lot of the other products into the marketplace can only run above 60 hertz for a certain period of time and then they've got to wind back to because uh, the inverter starts yeah. to overheat. Yeah, it's quite yeah. ironic when you want a, a unit to work and it's full, full capacity, <laughs> it starts to wind back. Why are you buying air conditioning in the first place? Let's face it. It might be nice and cool, extremely yeah. hot, and, and that the Actron product can deliver on. That, yeah, no correct. Yeah. And Actron, um, typically, uh, from what I've seen, have been uh, usually top discharge outdoor units. That's still the case, or, or are they looking to do side discharge as well? Or? Look, um, that's that's a really great uh, point there. What people make money <coughs> is that we have vertical dis discharge, and that's certainly been uh, an iconic feature of the Actron product. With vertical discharge, especially in today's environment, that means the unit can go hard up against the wall, and as a rule of thumb, if you can fit a wheelie bin past it, happy days, away you go. Mm -hmm. um, being an Australian ma manufacturer, we can also option it with a horizontal air airflow for a minimal cost. If you have a project, let's say you've got a um, unit that's under a veranda and that vertical dis discharge is not suitable, for a fairly minimal cost, we can actually manufacture that unit on a horizontal airflow air so you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. But as far as the vertical air goes, with our Australian-made product, that's certainly um, one of the iconic um, differences uh, of our unit and perhaps sets us apart. Um, we can get into quite narrow spaces in the building in industry. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you realise you know, a lot of homes are quite large. The blocks are, are pretty well squeezed. The house is squeezed onto the block. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, what's yeah. what sort of in your range? What sort of uh, uh, capacities do you go up to for like your residential range? In single phase, we we go up to uh, 19, yeah, 19 kilowatts in single phase. phase. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Three and phase. Three phase. And four. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. is the 910, is that the rated capacity or is that the range top end? Oh, okay. I mean, that's the rated capacity, so that's with yeah. our did scroll. Um, with our inverter uh, product too, um, our inverter uh, rated capacity, so we basically have, um, we have a rated and a, an inverted uh, capacity. Because our units will run uh, fully inverted 24-7, you can actually use that as a de design. Um, but uh, our uh, rated uh, capacity of 24 kilowatts, our net capacity is at that 22. Yeah. But they'll, they'll run at 24 kilowatts seven days a week, right up to 50 degrees. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. What, uh, uh, is that still a Copeland compressor or is uh, that? That's a good uh, question. Um, in our development of our um, uh, VF drive units, uh, we had single phase units. Um, and they are a Danfoss uh, single phase compressor, um, and that's still the case. So, our single phase units use a Danfoss um, product. In the last uh, couple of years, um, uh, Copeland have uh, come on board, and Copeland have traditionally been a digital scroll compressor, but they've put a lot of development into a, a VF drive unit. So, our three phase units are Copeland. And yeah, they okay. also are true, true inverter, so they will run continuously up to 50 degree ambient uh, at, at 70 hertz. Mm. Yeah. And you've got a large um, range of uh, uh, package units, I think, haven't you? They've got go up quite large. Yeah, look, uh, there's an op opportunity, I think, um, certainly when APAC decides to uh, leave the scene. Um, I guess what happened then when APAC MEPS came along and a lot of Australian manufacturers 
um, the cost of designing equipment to meet NEPs uh, was quite expensive and, and didn't go down that path and APAC being uh, one of them. So a real opportunity came for Actron Air to get into the commercial market. Um, so we, uh, we have commercial products that we manufacture here in Australia from 15 kilowatts right up to a 200 kilowatt package unit. Um, we have various models in between. We have um, units, we have a very unique uh, product called Tri-Capacity, where we actually use two compressors to give you three stages. So um, most um, systems will have the 50-50 split on your compressor, so you get 100%, 50% on and, and off. We actually have a split of say 70-30, so we get 30%, 70% and off, so we get three stages out of two compressors. Um, our big 200 kilowatt units from 100 to 200 kilowatt uh, Hercules unit, we use twin VF drive um, Danfoss uh, compressors with full industrial inverters. Um, and we get COPs of up to uh, four and a half to five in cases running inverters, so very high uh, performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We actually do a very large uh, split ducted range as well, uh, in mm -hmm. terms of when you're talking, I suppose, packaging commercial product. Yep. So we, we, we start at uh, 26 kilowatts, I believe. Yeah, yes. commercial On the commercial range, 26 kilowatts split ducted, right up to about 40 kilowatts in terms of the yeah, yeah, we, capacity we, 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 on a split ducted system. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it gives uh, quite a bit of flexibility in the range. Yeah, for sure. And some of our larger models are uh, tri-capacity. We've got the 70 kilowatts in split in split ducted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and there is, you know, in the future, there may be a little bit of a slight increase there. Mm -hmm. There's actually some opportunities in the re replacement market there. Yeah. On the design side of it there, not many consultants would put in large split ducted units now, yeah. I guess after 50 kilowatts the package actually tends to take over because the cost of the refrigerant these days, we don't want yeah. massive liquid suction lines running around buildings. Uh, yeah. But certainly uh, we have a quite a large uh, range of product in our commercial op offering. Yeah, that's cool. In terms of the technology, the guys, where, do, where does all that magic happen? Does that happen sort of in, in, in Sydney or? Yeah, uh, magic happens right here in this office. In, in <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a really, that's a really Good great question. That's a really yeah. great question because um, moving into our new facility in Marsden Park, it's given us the opportunity to really invest in our R and D centre. To give you some idea, I've just got some interesting facts with our R and D uh, centre here. We have um, a 230 kilowatt calorometer room, uh, 40 kilowatt to 20 kilowatt rooms. Just in the research and development area alone, we have 3.8 kilometers of copper pipe, 100 kilometers of data cable. We can um, produce 1,223 kilowatts of cooling and 1,053 kilowatts of heating in our test environment. So. Actron Air realised to move forward and to grow in market share, we've got to be innovative and stand out from the rest. Um, and that means investing in per personnel too. So um, within recent years, our research and development team has grown quite largely. We, we have electronic en engineers. Um, as I said before, we built all our own PC boards and I really uh, urge your listeners to get onto our website and have a look at our new Neo product. Uh, world's class colour touch green 
Wi-Fi built in. And that's all designed and developed in, in house. So it is really a credit to the company, as George said, we really punch above our head. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. I'll just I'll just tell a little story. I was telling talking to George mm. before. Um, I was privileged to be at ARBS in um, two, 2016 when we released the uh, Q product. The Q product was our first venture into colour touch screen. Yep. And that's a wearable air uh, product. So we have we can have sensors in, in rooms and they're actually wireless. So first ever where you can run these sensors off batteries, LCD screens or, or not without screens. They can be wired if you want, but wireless tech technology. Mm. We released the product at, at ARPS and we had the engineers from Panasonic, Bacon, they were taking pictures. I know we were trying to stop them from taking taking notes. And, <laughs> Lovely lady. I reckon she was from Panasonic. She was, she, she was quite pretty on the right. So anyway, she was taking pictures of our unit mm. and the wireless control, and she couldn't believe it when I told her our sensors run off batteries and, and there's wireless. And wireless technology. I mean, that is fantastic. I said, look, I'll tell you something. We don't. We haven't let this out yet, but our pipe work. We've got wireless pipe work. We have no. Pipe <laughs> She was taking notes on my iPad. I just imagine <laughs> Japan at night. Japan would have been here. Yeah. <laughs> was it uh, April the 1st? And that really does um, put forward some of the technology that has driven out of Sydney. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed, uh, really. And I've been privileged to work with some fantastic uh, companies here in Australia and overseas. And it never ceases to amaze mm. what comes out of our research yeah. and the d development side of our, yeah. our business. The, the, the factory at Mars Park is actually the most comprehensive HVAC testing facility in the Southern Hemisphere. Like there's yeah. nothing bigger in, from any of the manufacturers. We've got Crazy. the largest facility. Yeah. I'd have to say that Actron do a good job with their controllers. Um, and yeah. I think because uh, you're an Australian product, you're designing to the Australian market. Whereas a lot of the, uh, the you know the Japanese um, manufacturers, they just seem to be very very slow in the uptake of the of the newer technology. It's not important over there, is it? Yeah, so they don't seem to think. Well, I suppose it's not important in their market, so they don't tend yeah, to. Yeah. You're right on. I look, just just drawing from my previous roles, those imported type brands tend to look at the Australian market with a very very small magnifying glass. You know. To, to change something in that tiny little market is not a big, uh, let's put it, it's not a big dot on the radar. Yeah. 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 So having, having worked for in, in international mm. companies before primarily German companies, um, mm. an Australian market for an international business is about 1% of mm. the market to mm. 2%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with imported product, we get what's used in, in the rest of the world. And the good thing about Actron Air is the Australian market is 100% of our business. So mm -hmm. our product is designed and built for Australian uh, yeah. uh, markets and conditions. And that really gets back to the owners. Uh, we still are a family business. The Mundy family is the, still owns our company and uh, Robert is certainly the head of our uh, com company. Um, and we're still driven from there passion for the industry and, and just about doing stuff for the Australian market. Yeah, for the Australian user, for, you know, you and me, basically. Yeah. Mm. Um, and hence why when you look at what the control system that we've just released, the NEO, as, as Darren was alluding to, 
it, it's very, very what I call user-friendly, very easy to use and look at. It, it's basically actually very good for the technicians as well in terms of um, the ability to dial in and look at some of the parameters of the system performance. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a key feature yeah. of the business. Our control side is very tuned into the end user. One of the one of the things we uh, thought about a lot with the development of the new te technology, um, and these guys have been around as long as anyone in the industry. Mm. An air conditioning controller is something that the end user normally wants to hide in the cupboard or put yeah. away. I don't want to see it. It's terrible. Um, so the, when we uh, uh, went down the path of this new control concept, we wanted a product that embraced the new um, building technologies that are around that look great. So mm. all our new controls from the basic analog to our new Neo controls, you have a choice of colors, you can have white or black or gray. Um, and with the um, Q and that came out, we actually won an Australian Design Award, not for the functionality of the control, how great it worked, but just the way that it looked. And yeah. so, and that's a credit to an Australian company to come up with an Australian design award on a controller that most manufacturers try and hide away in the cupboard. Yeah, definitely. Out, out, out in front. Yeah, so that control, sorry, mate. No, I was just gonna say, sorry, I, I cut you off here, but sorry. I've recently been doing the rounds and actually have shown the control to quite a lot of our dealers and distributors. and. Honestly, the feedback has been phenomenal. Like they, you know, all of them are now going, wow, that, that's going to be something that people would be proud to have on the wall, like to show it off. Like, because mm. typically, you know, it's like, what does the customer see? The outlet on the ceiling, yeah. maybe a, the controller. But, and again, they don't normally like the look of it. It's hidden away somewhere. But the way we're moving now forward with our control system is to have something quite attractive that is, a, you know, an actual talking point when people come over as visiting, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and you know they do that with their home automation. They do that with their pool controls or their whatever system they've got. Oh, you know, if if it's Wi-Fi compatible and all this sort of thing, it's a bit of a talking point yeah. in terms of I bought the latest tech, and yeah, now exactly. we certainly we're in that category, well and truly. Yeah. What are does the that, that comes? Just going to say, does that controller? Can you do? Can you control your zones through that controller also? A hundred percent, yeah, yeah. You have your zone controls. It's, um, you can program it to make your tea for you. I'll come home, I'll get here, one and the doorstep for me. But in, in all seriousness, well that's it. That's it. <laughs> the great thing with the tech technology like that is that if you had an analog control and you wanted to update the smarts behind it, you had to replace the controller because you had an EPROM that was within the controller that had all the smarts behind it. The beauty about these uh, systems now is that uh, we can update, like same as your iPad or your iPhone. Uh, it, if it's connected to your Wi-Fi at home, you can control all your zones through your uh, app or through your controller, but also it can do an update. So we can have an update uh, at two o'clock in the morning that can update your control. So you always have the latest and greatest technology mm. behind the system. Mm. And that is really great. Um, mm. You know, so I, I, for, for, for me, the, real growth in our industry will be around the controls and mm -hmm. you'll you hear it here first I'll, I'll predict in 10 years time we must you won't even this have is darren's philosophy yes yes i, I don't think you know it's we'll a scoop i think wall, wall controllers will not may not even exist in yeah. 
Yeah. I think and that was going to be my next question. <laughs> well, there you go. So yeah. 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 You know, I think the, the technology is moving very fast. And I can see definitely, look, in 10 years' time, we'll just have sensors dotted around yeah. the room. Yeah. Uh, people will control it through their Wi-Fi, through their phone, oh, or through their... Watch. Yeah. Voice, yeah. 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 Voice, Voice control. control. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you mentioned um, about the, the um, story about ARBs. Uh, and, and I'm sure it goes on a lot where the when the manufacturers want to have a sneaky peek at you know what what the competitors are doing and you know try and get some ideas and stuff. Do you guys do the same sort of thing, or is it do you sort of run your own race in that sense? Uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll cut in there. Look, mm -hmm. de definitely. Look, our engineering staff and our owners of world travel they they attend other events over overseas. Uh, and um, dealing with major suppliers in the industry like Danfoss and Copeland and, and the other companies, uh, uh, Corel, we, we are really lucky in that we get uh, the latest technology uh, brought to us as well by our uh, suppliers that we work very closely. But certainly from a company's point of view, um, I think the blue sky stuff, which is the stuff um, that's further in the, the, the distance, our, we certainly are aware of what's happening and already have plans in place of what, what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, for us, with the tech technology, as far as the big players, let's say the big Jap Japanese corp corporations, um, yeah, we, we, we like to think they follow us in, in that um, our... I think we're a little bit quick at the market to bring some of the uh, things like wireless controls, colour touch, touch, touch screens and that... Um, I'm sure the other big big players have them, but uh, for us, we're a little bit more nimble and can perhaps bring them into market a little bit quicker. Because mm -hmm. the, the big players got to satisfy our global market where mm -hmm. we just satisfy our, our Australian market. Yeah. Do you export at all? We, we do. Um, we you say we, uh, we're represented in New, New Zealand, so yep. we, uh, we've decided we'll go straight to the heart of our friendly competitor in the uh, commercial market. Uh, Ten percent. Um, yep. We're very lucky to have a, a representative over there, and we have a uh, and we're in Vietnam as well, so we are starting to ex export um, yeah. on that. I think there was some um, there was some good information there. Yeah, look, we, there is a lot to talk about when it comes to our product. There's a lot of layers in terms of what it can do, you know, and and you do you need time to sit and get your head around it and. Yeah. Just clarify exactly where we sit in the market and, and what's you know ideally so so special about it actually. I think mm. you know, I've had before about being pa passionate for the in industry and that's mm. uh, certainly I have. Oh, it's my, my son's a fridge, so he had to do something, but he, you know, yeah. yep. uh, um, and my other son's in the motor motor trade, so I'm passionate about the trade, the yeah. industry. I sit, yeah. I still sit on the committee at TAFE, I, uh, I chair a uh, in industry reference group there and um. So with Kevin O'Reilly from System Solution many years ago, we got the Apprentice of the Year up and running and oh, right. it is. So um, yeah. just real passionate about the trade and our in, in industry. And yeah. I think it's a really good vocation for men and women to get, get into. Yeah, and, um, definitely. Yeah. And I think um, it's, it's probably something that um, we as a trade don't recognise ourselves, how, how it is a good trade. And yeah. Um, yeah. and we don't sort of, we I don't think we talk enough to um, other people in, within the trade. 
yeah. uh, to to get to gain knowledge, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. look, I think um, I look at other in industries that have NECA and that that's quite strong. I think our industry we know uh, network as well as what we should. Um, and I think too we've lost control of our in, in industry mm. a little bit. Mm. We've opened up uh, mm. to people. I'm quite Definitely. passionate about correct design. Anyone can make cold air come out of a duct, out of a roof. That, yeah. That's not hard. But um, doing a good design that the end user is functional to the end user and that doesn't cost them the yeah. air to run. I see a lot of systems that are just you go out to jobs and. Mm -hmm. And you just shudder sometimes when you yeah. look at base 101 that they haven't 100%. done. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of the times it's just those small little, you know, things that, uh, yeah. to, yes. that you yeah, need to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, exactly. So. Right. It makes all the difference. It's yeah. funny you say that, mate, about the industry. To be honest, I mean, I've actually gotten out a few times, like for yeah. short periods. Yeah. I keep finding myself going, I'm not enjoying this. Like, I actually... This role, particularly from a sales point of view and the, and the technical aspect, has got so much variance in it every day. I, yeah. You actually get yeah. bored, I've got to admit. Okay, sometimes yeah. there's sub-routine stuff you do. Yeah. But in general, you're facing a different challenge all the time. Oh, for but sure. I, yeah. I just, I, I, it's good. It keeps you interested. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're lucky too, and your company being one of them too. Mm. We're lucky to have companies that have been around for a long time. Yeah. And are passionate in the yeah. industry. Yeah. You always get these other ones that come in and out yeah. of the industry just to yeah. make a quick dollar. Yeah. But the, the people that have a real passion for the in industry and want to do well yeah. is good. And I think uh, one of the things that re we get annoyed about is um, there's so many people that obviously it's starting up and they're in their white van and this and that. but. It's, yeah. It always seems to come down to the, you know, who can do it the cheapest, you know. Yeah, race, yeah. race, race the to the bottom, yeah. you know. It's just, it shouldn't be that way. It no. should be the other way. We should be recognising that we've got a good industry and, and, and if we do our job properly, um, yeah. you know, you, you should be able to get pay. paid a reasonable price. That's exactly. Yeah. And people say, oh, you know, you're Darren, you're... You know your your equipment is twelve hundred dollars dearer than Dave, and I said, "How great's that?" Yeah. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, "How Sorry. great's that?" We're going difference. You know, they're going to say nine hundred dollars a year in power savings. Yeah. They're going to have a latest technology. How great are we that we're different in the mm. industry? And correct. I it's, think uh, um, one of your questions actually going back to the list was, "What's the best tip for anyone who's you know starting out looking for air conditioning?" And my my response, I had a little note there. Do your homework, research. Yeah. Yeah. One of my comments was, you know, it's not just price. <laughs> yeah. um, Correct. And that affects pretty much everything in life sometimes. Yeah. Well, not sometimes, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Do your yeah. homework, ask a few questions, do some research, look at what the price range is, and then make an informed decision. That's right. right. Yeah. You, we yeah. find that it's often the case that people say, look, I'm sorry for asking all these questions. So, no, yeah. you're the ones that are actually helping yeah, us to help you yeah. because you're yeah. asking the right questions and you're inquisitive. Yeah. You're not yeah. looking at the bottom line. You you want to know the, the nuts and bolts yeah. of what's going on. So yeah, that's, that's right. good. Man. You get the ones that look, they, they ignore all of that and they look at that bottom line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even, yeah. Um, in oh, I was going to ask you, the, the advertising that you guys have done previously has all been around the Australiana theme with the koala and that sort of stuff. Is that still... On the cards for this uh, this upcoming summer, yeah, um, 
I, I guess a, a focus on Australian um, made product. And I'll, with, um, I'll just go through our product too. Um, we don't, we're not all here in, in Australia. We also, our brand covers uh, quite a large uh, product portfolio now. So we, uh, we have some whole splits that are quite um, uh, popular in the marketplace. We have a range of uh, mini split ducted products, cassettes. Um, from an Australian manufacturer, it's near impossible. I see what we pay for whole splits and what we've got to sell them into the market. And yeah. I assure you, we, we could not build a cardboard box to package them in here in Australia. Yeah. But we've got to sell them into the market. So yeah. we have a range of imported products that we, uh, we, we're lucky to have the support of one of the world's largest uh, manufacturers that manufactures a product to our um, uh, standard or to what, to what we want. And the good thing for us now is that uh, in the last few years, our, um, we have expanded to overseas and uh, it's almost like selling rice to China, but we've actually been importing products back to Asia. So how, how, how great yeah, is that? Yeah, that's cool. That's great. So who's the uh, supercar um, nut? <laughs> oh, we're both car nuts, yes. to be honest with you. <laughs> Obviously, you, you sponsor the world. Well, do you still sponsor a supercar? Or? We, we yeah. certainly do. Um, yeah. Mark uh, Whitman, but a bit of history too, I guess what people may not know about our company is that um, Kevin Mundy, um, early in the, he's one of the sons um, and one of the directors of the business, um, he, he had an opportunity to be a V8 supercar driver. Actron Air used to race their own team in the Conica yep. Cup, the Cup team, and Kevin was one of the drivers. Um, through that, friendships have been formed with the Mark Winner Bottoms and the other uh, drivers. So, uh, our commitment to the uh, supercars is still there. We sponsor Mark Winner Bottoms, so we followed him from Ford um, to Holden. So, I don't know if getting into Holden's was, was the right thing to do, and he did, but that's his reason. Yeah, but no, um, our, our family, uh, the, the Mundy family, have very close personal relationships with people within the uh, racing car scene. So that's still a major part of our sponsorship. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it is a requirement uh, that if you work for Actron Air in Adelaide, that you've got to... You've got to be a rev head. You've got to be a rev head. <laughs> that's worse things you could be, I suppose. Get some, get some good seats at the uh, race, I suppose. Oh, we, we do. We, uh, we're pretty lucky. Um, we have a corporate box and um, sponsoring Mark Winterbottom has its uh, benefits. We, a couple of times a day, we're privileged to go down into the pits and have a tour of his car and Mark comes up to the stand. And on, on other stuff too. We, uh, during the season here, when he comes to Adelaide, we get to go out, have lunch with him and get some of our dealers along for lunch and uh, mm -hmm. just find out what an absolute normal person he is yeah. and how great he is. You know, just like talking to you, you guys here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brad and I aren't ones for cash for comment, but Actron Air. Actron Air. Actron. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, is that cash for supercar? Or? <laughs> no, I just want to. Ken Sinter, a really nice guy. I'll feed up that Georgia. Beautiful. The Holden. He'll be with you. Uh, very nice. Um, I, I just, I, we're, and we're running out of time, guys, but I just want to um, ask you from the. Um, because the, the majority of our uh, listeners are um, uh, technicians and they're out. 
sort of uh, work on, on your equipment. What do you reckon that say in terms of um, uh, like the tech support and stuff? And is that local yeah. or is that in the state as well? Really, really great question. Mm -hmm. um, our tech support really is hand on heart is the best in the industry. Mm. The guys that run our tech support have come from an apprenticeship. Uh, we have uh, we have um, 12 service technicians, 10, 10 uh, apprentices. So they've come from our service side of it. The guys are people that work on our product, know our product in the league, are based in Sydney. Mm. And we have other uh, guy, and now a guy based in Western Australia. So the time difference there gives us a really good coverage. Our product is always designed with a service tech technician in mind because we know that unfortunately anything with wires and pistons or something's going to break sooner or later. Someone has to fix it. So yeah. our equipment is designed that there is, it's easy to work for. Fault codes are easy to yeah. um, work through on the boards to find out inputs and, and outputs. And our support of tech support is fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can attest yeah. to that, having dealt with other manufacturers in the past. And I'll give you a quick little story. When I was inducted, uh, had a good meeting with our service manager based in, in Sydney. And, um, you know, he was a little bit, well, not embarrassed, but he was a bit, you know, shy of the fact that oh, I had, our waiting times were a bit long, I think, and we're working on getting them down a bit lower. And I was like, oh, okay. In my head, I'm thinking, what are we waiting? Are these guys waiting for an hour or something? Or and he goes, yeah, we're averaging about eight minutes on the phone at the moment. And he goes, I want to get that down to three minutes at least. And yeah, and in all honesty, twice yeah. today I've actually run tech support. And I've got to say, I was not on the phone for any longer than three minutes on hold. Literally, wow. the phone was picked up and I was asking a question that I needed to research. That's cool. Just quickly before mm. we go, um, with the Q product, with these, we have their wireless controls. Yep. One of the fantastic, unique features of that and our new Neo uh, product, when you uh, connect to the internet, we have a um, what's called a dashboard. So it'll show you the electronic expansion valve position, head pressure, suction pressure. For mm. the fridges out there, you don't even have to bring put gauges uh, on the as, as, as we know, yeah. fridges always put gauges before they, they yeah. run tech support. Yeah. Our yeah. tech support can get into our customer's machine yeah. and look at what's happening 100% real time, even go back in history two to three weeks and have a look at the important diagnostic side of the unit mm. and come up with some really clear indication of what may be happening with the, with the yeah. unit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's where the future is as well. Yeah, I think right. is that type of thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Live feedback is a very important yeah. factor. Exactly. Yeah. At the moment, it is on that Q product, and yeah, no doubt in future, I think there will be um, software upgrades. Where yeah. Using that to more more and more product, I suspect. And is that is that something that um, you need to as a in, as a installer or a technician, you need to go into the background, or is that something that just comes up, the dashboard comes up when, it, when you reboot or something? No, they, we, we put the dashboard front and centre of the control. So even yep. the end, end user, if they have an issue, can get to the dashboard okay, cool. and look at various things. Uh, yep. Our new model Neo, we basically have a two-stage dashboard where we have basic information for the end, end user because yep. I'm sure they don't want to know about the suction superheat and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we have a second um, screen where uh, perhaps a service tech technician can get into and have a look at the, yeah. the equipment. But that's, um, 
that's with our units uh, as standard with our yeah, new, accessible new controls. Yeah, accessible. Yeah. Both mm. yeah, the Neo right. control and the new control allows that access end user or technician. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, as usual, the time is getting away from us now, yeah. and uh, we could continue the chat. Perhaps we could uh, we could talk for quite a while. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. we could. <laughs> perhaps we'll have you on again, guys. Uh, have a chat and perhaps an update on what's happening around. But before you go. We do have sure. another segment, Brad, that we're going to jump into. Another little segment. What's it called? Keeping it cool in the hot seat. There we go. <laughs> All right, Brad. There we are. Keeping it cool in the hot seat. I've got myself a cheeky nice and beer. On nice the, fresh one. On the, on the dirty greens. <laughs> On the old, uh, we won't have that Corona safe DVD. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we won't show the label. It's because um, it, we'll yeah. get a lot of shit for that. Yeah, we'll get a lot of shit for that. Brad loves the dirty greens. But I, don't mind, okay. I don't mind a green can. That's all right. It's a Friday green, afternoon. Green. It's accepted. Yeah. And I've, I've got a thick skin too. Good work. Good work. All right. So, now, for those playing at home, Brad. Um, this is in this segment, guys. This is where we ask a series of um, questions, quick questions. So your shortest one-word answers, if possible, would be mostly appreciated. Uh, because there's two of you today, we're going to alternate. Okay, alternate questions. If I lose my spot, you can correct me, and vice versa. But perhaps we'll start with you, Darren. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. You'll start. The ready to go. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to push the start button. Shall I do it? Go on. There we go. There you go. <laughs> now, Darren, if you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Um, Life in the Fast Lane. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, like George, if you could be a superhero, who would you be? Um, the Flash. <laughs> Do we need to know why? Because he likes purple. <laughs> I thought you were hiding in shadows. <laughs> it's just like red and white. <laughs> That's right. Um, Darren, if a song described your work ethic, what would the song be? If a song described my working ethic. Working ethic. ethic. Yeah. Um, working class man. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were a brand, George, what would your motto be? Motto, um, always be learning. Good motto, one that I, I like as it. well. Um, Darren, if you could sit with one celebrity or famous person for a chat, who would that be? Oh, that would be easy. I'm a, oh, I know this. I'm a 70s tragic. Um, I was, uh, had the real pleasure to meet a band in the very early 80s called In Excess and had a beer with the guys, Michael Hutchins, that I'd love to sit down and have, wow, a, that would be have cool. a beer with Michael and I'll follow their career. And that was real sad. I think it was a real... Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't that was a lost real to, to a Massive tragedy that was, yeah. Um, yeah. And George, when you go on vacation, what's the first thing you pack? Um, bathers. 
Bathers? <laughs> not, yep. your, not your budgies. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not your You're not a budgie man, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Just the bathers. Just the bathers. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, a, he's <laughs> not elaborating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not doing a bore out. If Hollywood made a movie about your life, who would you like to play the lead role? Wow. Who would I like to play the lead role? What about Mel, Mel Gibson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What a new movie coming out. You can see a similarity there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, George, if you had to choose one meal for the rest of your life, what would that meal be? Oh, mate, it's going to be a Greek meal. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's going to be actually... Um, oh, it's going to be like a lamb euros type open plate. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It is okay. A, a yeah. And you're going to smash the plate after? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Well um, Darren, if, uh, using a scale of one to ten, rate yourself on your weirdness. Wow. Well, as I <laughs> say to my dear wife, I've, I think 38 years we've been married this year. It's only kinky the first time. <laughs> After that, it becomes normal. Um, I'll, go for a, I'll go for a lazy eight. A lazy eight. Yeah. Um, George, if you were the uh, Prime Minister, what's the first thing you would change? The Prime Minister, did you say? Yeah. Yes. Um, mate, quite frankly, in all seriousness, I would change the fact that we need to start investing in this country more. Like, enough with the external purchases. Full Correct. Correct. You know what I mean? No. That was way too logical. I agree with that. Too sensible. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really deep. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. Yeah. Anyway. Far out. I was sweating on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Darren, describe yourself in three words. Um, passionate. Calm. Mm. And slightly wild. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Actron. <laughs> 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 George, if you were had a time machine, where's the first place you would travel to? Oh, the 60s. Okay. Uh, Darren, yeah, that, one. That's where his bathers are coming from. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just had a mental image then. They got flares on them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Darren, uh, name one thing everyone looks weird doing. Ooh. Um, is this R-rated uh, or...? Uh, no, there's no rules. Okay. There's no, no rules. No rules. Look, um... <laughs> what? That's a funny one. Here it comes. I want, to, I want to drop a drum roll in here. I think everyone is weird, um... Trying to eat spaghetti in a restaurant without getting it all over you. Yeah, oh. that was, but that was. That was a lot cleaner than I thought. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, good. I, know, I was going down there, but I thought. <laughs> baby, 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 baby. I saw that little bead of sweat going. George, have you ever had a sick day when you weren't really sick? Uh, yes, but not here. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Good yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Darren, your favourite swear word? My favourite swear word would be... Um, can, 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 can I... Um, I can guess, I? Uh, can, can, can I? 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 Can I?
to be ashamed yeah. of yourself. George, if a taxi and a limo were to, were, oh, sorry, if a taxi and a limo were priced the same and sitting in front of you, which one would you get into? Well, a limo, mate, no question. No question? I like that. <laughs> and finally, Darren, I'll end this one with you. What is your porn star name? Um, my porn star name. Um, and it's your first Dirt, pet you had? Dirt, first pet, Digley. first street? Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. I've been... Um, <laughs> I don't know, Studio 64 or whatever it is. 54. I don't, I don't know. Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. Dirk Digley. I reckon on one of our other ones we had a Dirk Digley. Oh, yeah, there we Diggler, go. that's the Fucking one. Yeah. That's close enough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just brainy. Dirt digger. <laughs> All right, well, that's it anyway, guys. So yeah, you done well. Right. You're not through, eh? You survived. Yeah, yeah. No, very well, very well. So did yeah. you say Did you say you're a port man? I, oh, I live across the road from the port power. So you'd be, oh, uh, right. you'd be hanging out to see the preliminary. I actually barrack for the crows. My wife was oh, well at the crows bar when they first started, when, mm. and so we've been following the crows. And uh, so yeah, a bit of it. Look, I like the Port Adelaide Footy Club as far as the SANFL, but you know what? I, I just like a good good game of footy. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Port have got a, a, a rest this week, haven't they? Yeah, they've got a rest. They've got a yeah. preliminary. I think they're yeah. in the preliminary yeah. final. So yeah. And tonight yeah. we've got Geelong and Collingwood. There you go. So yeah, yeah it should be a good yeah, game. Yeah. 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 Uh, best way is going to be through the email address for me directly or, or the office directly as well. You can contact us here. My email is basically gparashis at actronair.com.au um, or, yeah, directly through the office phone number. Yeah, I think just through the office yeah. phone number. Yep. We have the one, one 300 phone number. If I was a really good BDE, I would remember. <laughs> it's it's on our it's on our webpage yeah. here. And your website? Your website is actronair.com.au. Yeah. Yeah. And our uh, one one three hundred five double two seven double two. Perfect. We'll put a we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Thank you again. And enjoy your weekend. No worries. Yeah. No. Uh, I might be uh, giving you a call in about half an hour just with a problem I've got. <laughs> no, okay. no, no worries. <laughs> All right, see you guys. So guys thanks thanks very much. again. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Hey. Thanks right. for stopping by, guys, and we appreciate uh, you listening to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. If you want to stop by and check us out, Air Conditioning Podcast. Dot com and uh, subscribe, subscribe, give us a like on Facebook or however you want to do it. And um, until uh, the next episode, Brad, we would say keep it cool in the hot seat. <laughs> Catch you later. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. 
Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.